Today on Karina and Kirsten Get to Work, we're talking about praise and gratitude. We're talking about how important it is to feel good about your work and to feel like you're being honored and appreciated. Welcome to Karina and Kirsten Get to Work. I'm Kirsten Barron. And I'm Karina Hoyer. We're here today to talk about women and work. As you know, we care deeply about women and their experience at work, which we want to be joyous, meaningful, and hopefully not killing you. So today is one of the most important things about satisfaction and joy in the workplace. How do we feel when we're recognized for our contributions and gifts and talents in the workplace. And how do we do it? How do we do it meaningfully? How do we accept that kind of praise? I love it. I'm so excited to talk about this subject. Can I talk about something else, though, before? <laughs> I think it would be good for you to talk about something else before. I. <laughs> it's the elephant in the room. There is no denying what we're going to... I'm gonna. It, okay, today Kirsten said to me, Karina, you have a face made for radio, and I will tell you why. <laughs> I went on a big adventure. I was a, gone for a week. Got a lot of sunshine, a lot of wind in my face. A lot of fun a with your sister. A lot of fun with my sister. But one of the things that happens to me when I get sunburned is that I get a cold sore on my mm-hmm. lip. Mm-hmm. And not just a cold sore. <laughs> the mother of, the grandmother of all cold sores. And I am bringing this up for one reason, one reason only. Here I'm going to admit to the world I'm not perfect. Listen, mom, did you hear me, ma? I said it. No, it's been really interesting because, first of all, you go from like being who you are to having this gaping wound on your face that everyone is staring at. In fact, yesterday I went to a concert and I put on this super cute outfit and I was thinking, I look good. Like, I looked good. And throughout the concert, I was walking around and I was getting checked. Were you getting some looks? I was getting checked out and Mm -hmm. it happened more than once that I realized, oh, wait, they're it's looking not at the cute it's outfit. Not the cute. No, they're looking at my cold sore. I am just telling her, I'm admitting to our listeners that you man, have a face made for it. I have a we have all had it. this. Come on, we've all had something. I can remember being like in my early 20s when you shouldn't have zits anymore, and I'd have some like enormous zit that had a personality of its own, <laughs> right? That would talk to people. And that's when I would be like, oh my God, I know you can see this. It's trying to talk to you. Please ignore it. Sometimes we just have to put it out there. Right. I know. Okay. So what am I going to, I have a new client meeting. I am so nervous to meet this new client. Okay. I'm not really that nervous. No. I'm not, but I recognize. You're not your best self. I recognize that it's important to make a good first impression. And you know, who's going to be making a good first impression? My friend, the cold sore. <laughs> friend, the cold sore. <laughs> has a personality and a voice and spirit and attracts a a lot of attention. It a lot of Hard attention. to compete with. Hard to compete with the cold sore. So I think my strategy is going to be, do I ignore it or do I just call it out? Oh, you definitely call it out. Like, hi, nice to meet you. I know you're going to have a hard time not staring at my lip. No, I think you do it in a more <laughs> subtle way, Karina. Like, ooh, I got to be careful. Ouch. Right? Like when you're drinking something mm-hmm. so that they're away. You know what I mean? So it's like... So then I'll feel sorry for you. Oh, my God. It hurts her. Oh, I feel so bad. Barry said I could say, like, I got a softball to the face. No. Can doesn't look like a, a softball. Well, then I said, I'm telling you, oh, like I ran into a door. Like then I, no, no then you sound like no. you're somebody making stuff up. No, no, I know. Right. Just be it. Just be it. Call it out. So that's where we are today. I actually yet two days ago, just did all my errands via drive-through. So I didn't because have to, to see. I didn't have to show my. 
I don't want to extend our check-in too long, but I heard this wonderful story. Actually, it was wonderful from this lady who worked at the Hagen, a grocery store here in town uh, in the wee hours of the morning. And I came in, I'm like, who shops at one of them? I was there for get some for the kids or something. I said, who shops here at one in the morning? And she said, oh, people with disabilities, especially people with facial disabilities or deformities or whatever. And it was interesting to me. I think it's common. We don't want to be seen. Okay, we don't want to be seen with her. Isn't that, isn't that, and what I thought to myself was, I'm so glad that when they go to the grocery store, she's here with them. Oh, yeah. This I mean, I was just woman. like, she was totally aware of it, totally sensitive about it. And she says, yeah, it's just the way it is great. She says, I'm happy to be here. I that, thought, yes, this is how it is. It's good. That is interesting. Isn't that sweet? Wow, I did not expect this so here to we, go that direction. I know. And so I'm so glad here we, we go that. from the cold sore into the deep profoundness of what it means to have a difference. Which is exactly me and you. Me, I'm all about surface. You're deep and profound. <laughs> You're so It's funny. so true. It's, it's why true. we're the perfect match. It's <laughs> I'm skimming the surface over here with just like my you're own so, physical. You're so full of, you know, you know it. Okay, <laughs> but let's get to our topic. Yeah. Let's get to our topic, praise in the workplace. So first of all, where should we start, Karina? Well, I want to start with this, everyone listen up. No matter what, you have to know that you're awesome. Kirsten, you're awesome. I'm awesome. Our listeners are awesome. Praise and validation and good vibes from others can only be, I think, absorbed and felt by someone who can feel that about themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So the very, very, very first thing is no matter who you are, no matter where you are, you have to own it. And I feel like, too— you got to praise yourself, right? Like there has to be this internal thing about recognizing in yourself when you're trying hard, when you've worked hard, when you're doing well. Like you need to be kind to yourself first. So I think that's the first thing is you be aware when you do a good job and tell yourself, that was amazing. Yeah, I am awesome. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> and a former coworker, lovely man named Kurt actually says one of his favorite stories about me is I did something nice for him. And his comment was, oh my God, Karina, you rock. And I said, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's ideal. That's exactly what we're trying to get to. Yeah, I know. I right? know I'm awesome, despite this heinous thing on my lip. But other <laughs> once you're there, or if you're not there, we also know that it's very important to hear it from others. Right? So let's get to the external part, which it, is getting that validation from the outside, the affirmation. From the outside. And we also know how disheartening and discouraging it is when you don't hear it. Mm -hmm. When you have done a good job. You've worked really hard. You've, you were scared and you did something anyway. You went the extra mile and nobody notices. It's very disheartening. It's very disheartening. And it also is, yeah, deflating. Mm -hmm. And so what we want for our listeners and frankly for ourselves is work environment where you're inflated, where you have the opportunity to hear how great you are from others. We'll talk about this later in the show, but the impact of seeing somebody, acknowledging and praising them is pretty significant in the workplace, not only for the worker, but for the productivity of the workplace as a whole. Do you want to talk about that though? Right? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. So here's the deal. Let's go back to our Gallup poll. We've talked about this before, the state of the American workplace, which as you know, we just think is like such great information for everybody. Get that thing out and read it. It's amazing. I'll put a link on our Facebook page. Okay. I think I already have, it's but really I'll, I'll post it again. Yeah. So according to that poll, only one in three workers have received recognition or praise for good work in the last seven days. One in three. 
in the last week. Nobody said anything to them about their work in the last seven days. And a majority of employees have not received any recognition for good work in the past year. And what study after study... Speechless. Did you see that? You were speechless. That? It's unusual for you. I Okay, That's go ahead. That's very unusual Continue. for you. Employee recognition is the key to... I mean, almost every study you look at says that employee recognition is key to job satisfaction, one of the most important things in the job, and also as it relates to productivity. 51% of people leave jobs because they do not feel appreciated. Okay. And here's the positive side of it, okay? Let's go from the negative to the positive because, you know, I like the positive more. And I'm not Pollyanna. I just like the positive more. It's fine. You love rainbows and unicorns. I love rainbows and unicorns. (laughs) So the career site Glassdoor said that 80% of employees are motivated to work harder when they get appreciation from their boss. So over 50% cite lack of appreciation for why they're leaving. Mm -hmm. And 80%, vast majority of workers polled, say... They are motivated. I work to harder work when harder. my boss recognizes me. Yeah, and I think that's my experience receiving praise, and that's certainly my experience giving praise. Is that it's just like, I don't know, it's like fuel. It's like octane. It just sets everything on fire. Here's what's also interesting about this piece of workplace behavior: it's free, mostly. Yeah, like recognizing somebody, saying something. It's free. So, Krina, I love the story that you told me some time ago about you trying to find specific praise for everybody on your staff. Yes. Your experience with that and what it taught you. So I'd like you to share that for our listeners again. I would totally tell you. But I have to go back to what you just said a minute ago, which was praise is free. It is. It is free. free. It doesn't cost anything. However... I believe there are people out there who feel like when they praise others, they devalue themselves. Ooh. This is the best chocolate cake I've ever eaten. So every other chocolate cake. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's another piece. We didn't talk much about this when we were prepping for the show. There's a thing inside of you that you have to release if you're going to give genuine praise, and that is the fact that it doesn't make you less doesn't make other things less when you pump somebody else up. And so, yeah, it is free monetarily, but I think some people feel like it comes at a cost. And if that's you, if you hear yourself in there, know that I think praise actually gives. And in fact, we can talk a little bit more about it also, that. I think it also validates when you give feedback that's not very welcome, right? Some people think, well, if I praise them, they'll think they don't have to improve. They don't have to do better. And this employee is not doing the job, so I can't give them praise. I'm like, no, 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 You go find the three things they do really well so that when you talk about the three things that they really are terrible at, that you have some credibility. Yeah, you filled the bucket yeah, up. You filled you the bucket say. up. And also, just like you do recognize when something's good, it's not just the bad. The first steps, if you're going to be the person giving praise, which frankly, everyone should. I don't care where you are in an organization. I don't care if you're the boss or the line worker, or I think recognizing that human to human Mm -hmm. validation is important. Yeah. And I recognize this kind of early on that the first step in giving that validation is is being is training yourself to recognize the good. And you're going to tell that story. Well, now. yeah, tell that story. So I had a staff, a pretty big staff, and you know, sort of waxed and waned. But picture about 20 people meeting weekly at a staff meeting in a big circle, and. It was a time when I think morale was just a little bit low and people weren't feeling super connected. And I decided that I was going to go around the room and 
verbally praise each individual for something specific in the staff meeting. I was just like, I'm going to take 10 minutes. I'm just going to go and look at each person in the eye. I just love this. And publicly recognize them. And I learned a couple of lessons doing this. Uh, Number one, some people loved it. Some people absolutely loved public recognition and that I noticed them. Some people shirked or withered or kind of curled up a little bit. Could not accept the compliment. Yeah, being recognized Mm -hmm. verbally and in public. So I recognized two things about my staff is there were some people who liked it and some people who didn't, which made me think. Or who felt uncomfortable. Yeah, who felt uncomfortable and made me think, huh, this type of praise works for some, but not all. So I had to challenge myself to figure out different ways that were going to work for different people. But I recognized something about myself, too, which was I wasn't able to provide that very specific feedback to every person around the room. It was harder to find a compliment for some people. Was it it harder because you didn't know them as well or because they were doing a crummy job? No, I think it was me. I think it was harder because I didn't know them as well. So as a manager or as a leader, Mm -hmm. it was a big lesson to me to pay closer attention. Yeah, called out what you were not really fully aware of. Right. And yeah. recognizing, I mean, knowing that stat that 80% of the people polled were more willing to work harder if they were given praise, that should have been one of my biggest priorities yes. is to be able to connect individually with each person who I was essentially supervising or, you know what I mean? And here's the thing too. I mean, it's, I want to just I want to just call out that you don't have to be a supervisor to give praise. No. Praising your coworkers, thanks for helping me. That was really great. Or, wow, I saw how hard you tried on that. Or, that was really impressive. Or, whatever you want to say. I mean, it's what we do for each other as well as people who work for us. So, there you go. So, you've got the kinds of praise you can give, which is public praise, private praise, right? Yeah. You can give like a verbal compliment to somebody. You can do that. There's also other kinds of recognition. Sometimes you can give people a coffee card or, I mean, obviously there's the recognition that comes from an evaluation or the recognition that comes from a promotion or a wage increase, a compensation increase, all of that. And what we know about praise is that when you give praise, others are likely to reciprocate because you create that culture of gratitude. Folks are more likely to stay in their jobs, and they're more likely to have a higher work performance. Right, back to those statistics. And people who, people, the receivers of gratitude, right, they experience increased happiness, a more positive attitude, more satisfaction, not just at work even, but in their personal life as well. There's a wonderful article in PositivePsychology.com that talks about this, which we'll put on our show notes so you can link to it. But it's interesting. They had conclusions like you're likely to be less materialistic and have less experience of burnout. Okay, so all of these really great things come from gratitude and praise. And maybe I should tell my Carrie story. So I have a dear friend I work with, Carrie, and dear friend and colleague. And she has a number of what I call superpowers. And one of her superpowers is she is so able to see people in the moment and recognize something that they've done. Like she'll say to me, 
Kirsten, you were really on a call together. Kirsten, you were really lovely with that client or you were something with that client. And I realize every time she comes into my office, I'm so happy to see her. I look forward to working with her. I seek her out and she just changes my whole experience of my day. And then when I'm happier, I go home and I'm happier. So that's one of my like just a very present thing in my life right now because I have somebody in my workplace who has a gratitude superpower. It's a beautiful gift. And I kind of want to go back to what you just said a minute ago, which is Carrie is really good at identifying something that I recognize that I needed to get better at Mm -hmm. a while ago. The seeing. The seeing. Mm -hmm. She's also very good about being specific with her praise, Mm -hmm. timely with her praise. She brings it up. You know, she's telling you in the moment or shortly thereafter, and she's delivering it to you in a way that's meaningful to you, which is verbally, right? And I think those are some of the elements that we really need to focus in on if we're going to go give meaningful praise. Have it be meaningful to the listener. You said a coffee card. Yes, some people prefer gifts. Mm-hmm. The little flower, the note. Some people prefer things in writing. Some people prefer public recognition. Some people prefer private. So knowing who you are so that you can ask for that kind of praise is also a key to this. Somebody I know, in fact, just recently said to me, I don't get a lot of appreciation at work, but I get a paycheck. And I was told that's how I... Mm, that is not the right answer. That's not the... I think that's not optimum. I just don't think it's the right answer even. I mean, I think you can pay people well and maybe they'll stay in their jobs, but you're not going to get the most out of them. Just a hype, just a big paycheck. And we know statistically pay falls down to like number seven on the list of things that people value in their workplace. Meaning and feeling appreciated are really up there at the Mm -hmm. top. But I think the point I'm trying to make is that Carrie has such a superpower because she's able to do give you something meaningful, timely and specific. And authentic. It's real. And so now I'm a worker and I'm realizing, you know what? I'm kind of not psyched on my job. I feel a little stuck. I don't feel connected. Or I just wish there was some secret sauce there in my workplace that I'm not getting. And you know what? Listening to these two brilliant women, oh, my God, how did I ever live without Karina and Kirsten? They're so (laughs) smart. (laughs) All I need is a little recognition and I mean, it sounds crazy, but that's kind of true. That's what I'm saying, right? It's kind of true. So now here you are. I need a little something that happens to be free. Right. I need a little something more, and (laughs) and I'm not getting it or I'm not getting enough of it. I know I'm awesome, but it would help me out a lot if someone else would point it out every once in a while. You know, this is neuroscience, right? This is not just like, oh, this study says if you do this. This is about how our brains work. Yeah. There's this very interesting woman who's published a book called Smart Tribe, How Teams Become Brilliant Together which is a really interesting book. Her name is Christine Coma Ford. And she says, listen, the neuroscience, she's a neuroscientist, and she says the neuroscience tells us there's three things you need at work, safety, belonging, and to know that you matter. And that's what we're talking about right now, to know that you matter. So how, Exactly. I, I love that. I want to read her book. Let's do a show on it. Kevin, take a note. I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Kevin, the fabulous sound engineer. Sound engineer. He does not take dictation, by the way. <laughs> I know, but I just have always he wanted to say that. He does everything else. I've always wanted to say that. Sorry, Kevin. Anyhow, how do you get it? So this is where I was You're trying to go. You're not allowed to say take a note unless you have a martini in your hand. Oh, my God. I speak so, <laughs> Stogie. Kevin, take a note. 
<laughs> we should do a reenactment of like Mad Men photo, for sh- photo shoots for yeah, chicks. For chicks. We should be our season mm-hmm. three photo shoot is me and you, Mad Women. Gosh, I am going to get this point across. I am going to do it, Kirsten. You ready? I'm ready. Go. Here it goes. If you're hearing your situation and realizing this is something I lack, this is something I do not have in my job. Frankly, most people don't, right? What was that statistic? Seven... Right. Whatever. Only one in three people had a compliment or some praise in the last in week. In the last and a, week. A majority had not had any in a year. In a year. Mm-hmm. How do you get it? And I think the first, well, first of all, you got to know what you want and you got to ask for it. Hopefully, your coworkers want to retain you. Hopefully, your boss wants to retain you. Hopefully, the people around you want to keep, want you to stay in the job. And so being able to say, feeling appreciated and respected or praised for the work that I do is really meaningful to me. And this is how I like to receive praise. I mean, it may feel really vulnerable to say that, but I'm going to say, can I tell a little story about how? Tell you a little story. I love this story. (laughs) And then I'm going to tell my story. That's so great. I know. We're just going to ba- we have a story battle. Back-to-back story time. No, it's a battle of the stories. What is that? Cage match? No. Yeah. Battle of the bands. Stories. Battle of the stories. Go, sister. I'm back to where we started, which is the brilliant thing you just said. Battle of the stories. Okay. It was my 20th anniversary, maybe 15th, maybe 20th. It was an anniversary at work, and... I was very lucky to work at a place where I got a lot of praise. A lot of verbal girls. Nice job. You're awesome. You're great. Even I would do public speaking engagements, and I would have a lineup of people. You've seen this. A lineup of people coming to talk to me after I leave the microphone to say how meaningful the thing was that I had said or how much they connected with my story or connected with my speech. And yet, I craved something different. And at my anniversary, I was asked what I would like, because my coworkers knew that I was not somebody who really valued gifts. And they also know you well enough to ask you what you want, because you will tell them. Right, exactly. And so I thought about this, and I said, you know what I want for my anniversary is I would like in writing, I want praise in writing. And I, I want, want you to tell me how, how awesome great I am. am. Yes. And I want to see it in writing and I want to know who said it. I don't even care who's I didn't know. I didn't I didn't ask for who said it, but I oh, said that's I want I would like to see specific praise. I said I want it to be specific too. Like I don't want the like you're great. I want someone to tell me why they think mm-hmm. that. Yeah. There you go. And I wanted it in writing so I could refer back to it, knowing that like I said, I received a lot of verbal praise, but it's fleeting. It's a little bit of a moment where you feel good about yourself, and then it's gone. And I, mean, I wanted to be able to go back and recreate that feeling in, you know, by referring to this in writing. God love them. My coworkers did it. They made me what they called a stoke box, S-T-O-K-E, like to stoke yes. me up. Somebody who was in charge of the project collected written testimonials, basically, from every one of the people who worked for me. Several people gave multiple. So I had a stack that was like two inches thick of these little cards, kind of like a deck of mm-hmm. cards. That they And on each card was just a different sentence about something that somebody appreciated about me. And they put it in a box and they gave it to me for my anniversary. Oh, my God. I bawled. I went home after the party. I read through all of them once. I read through them the next day. I've read through them several times before. And what's funny is some of them were like, I really loved it when we were making lunch together in the break room and you complimented me on the fact that I'm, you know, I eat healthy. But, you know, it it wasn't like... Which is them saying that you see them. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for seeing me. And I'm saying even that, the praise wasn't like, 
oh, that, right. you know, amazing you thing. You the course of the universe. Yeah, exactly. My life You're is so much better around body. you. It was just like, hey, you noticed me. Thank you. I love being seen. I love you. And, and that's so, what we're talking about, yeah. right? And, yes. So the flip side of that story is, as you all know, listeners, Krina is far more direct than I am. <laughs> and so that is not something that I would ever be able to do, is to walk into my boss and sit down and say, I would like some direct praise. I need direct praise. Here's what I like, da 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 So I'm a doer. So my strategy is different than Krina's. If I'm in a place where I don't feel appreciated or I tend to try and change the culture. So I tend to start calling out people and delivering the praise and creating the environment and having the kind of conversations or recognition that that I give to others that I hope will then start to change the way other people behave. So if you are as direct as Krina, kudos to you. Right on, sister. Doesn't always Keep work for up. me, believe me. No, but we talk about this, like the turn down the radio thing. Like, I w- you know, we've had that conversation. You are very direct. That's too loud. Turn it down. <laughs> or I'll just like try and move away from the speaker, right? But yeah, I mean, I think it's a very powerful thing that every single one of us has is you can change your workplace by these kinds of behaviors. So if no one's doing it for you, then start doing it for other people and do it for yourself. Like, End the day and say, that went really well. Well, that didn't go so well, but boy, this was really good. And then start spreading that goodness out to other people. Yeah. Because it will make a huge difference. It's like, I am back to rainbows and unicorns. Sprinkle some fairy dust around the workplace and thank people, right? I mean, seriously, it's unbelievably magical when you see somebody call out something positive and specific and authentic. It's just a really powerful thing. Absolutely. It strengthens your relationships at work. You will be seen as the person who makes others feel good, which People is... People want to be around you, work with you. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully it will create a new culture or some reciprocity, which is exactly what we want. And I want to go back to my story. I mean, I was able to ask for that very specific thing because I did have a culture of gratitude and praise, and people were used to it. It's back to this just recognizing that it mattered to me to hear what others felt Mm -hmm. or to be able to read what others felt. And I think that if the listener has that same recognition, give and you will receive, Mm -hmm. I think is what you're trying to say. And I think this comes back to the beginning of the show, which is we're here because we want you to have a really happy joyous, meaningful, satisfying workplace where you're just not killing yourself or you're just not busting your butt so bad. You just, it's miserable, right? We want some ease and joy. We talk about so many things, but here we go. This one is easy and it's free. So get out there and start appreciating people (laughs) and praising people because we can just change the whole trajectory of cultures with this kind of behavior. With this behavior. And you know what, Kirsten, this was just such a great show. And you did such an amazing job keeping us on task. And I want to thank you so much for <laughs> the work that, the work that you did today in preparing those statistics too. You must have stayed up late. And I just want to know I see you and I hear you. I think you're amazing. And Karina, I'm going to do my work, which is to say thank you. I really appreciate you noticing. <laughs> it's hard for me to receive sometimes. Oh my gosh. I know, right? So I'm just going to receive. Just bless and Karina. Just lap it up. Feel a little sick in my stomach, but thank you. Lap it up, girl. You can play that over and over again. My palms are sweaty, but thank you. (laughs) Okay. Hey, before we go, don't forget, uh, find us on all of the major podcast networks. If you're listening, you probably have already found us. But if you did find us, leave us a review and- Give us some feedback. Ask um, a question. 
and subscribe. Find us on yougettowork.com or yougettowork at gmail.com. Email us, check us out, and jump on Facebook and like our page. We are posting a whole bunch of stuff about the episodes that we're releasing. So thank you so much for following. Thanks for listening. Thanks for working. Thank you. You are awesome. Whoever you are listening. You're awesome. Thanks for working. You're great. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fun. If you liked that episode, find us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, take a look at our website at yougettowork.com. Thanks for listening. Karina and Kirsten Get to Work is recorded at Community Powered KMRE 102.3 FM in Bellingham, Washington, and streaming at KMRE.org. And thanks to our sound engineer, Kevin Leja. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin.